Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for another new day. We thank you for another opportunity where you call us to yourself, not only now, but also this evening as we come together to study your word, to look for your revelation, to receive the wisdom from your book of law, from your principles and from your prophecies, to receive of your grace, to receive of your anointing, to be with you, my King. And we thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with this flesh, fresh lease of life, that we are alive, that we are awake, that we are well, and more importantly, that we are here before you, that you have not cast us away, that you have not forgotten us, that you are ever willing to renew your mercy for us every morning, forgive and call us back. We thank you, Father, that you do not shut that door on us. We ask forgiveness for all our sins, our failures, our shortcomings, all our weaknesses, for all our vulnerabilities, for all our wickedness, our sin, for all the times we have disobeyed your instruction, your word, despite knowing, for all the times that we have rebelled against you. And we also ask forgiveness, Lord, for all the times when we fail to do things we should have done. We surrender it all before you, Lord. All of that weakness, all of that vulnerability, but also all our crowns, all our achievements, our pride and our ego as well. And we ask you, Lord, to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We acknowledge your presence here, this prayer meeting. We trust in you, Lord, with all our heart. And we receive grace for that trust to, to be total. So that it's not just believing and holding on to faith, but trusting you completely, surrendering it in total, 100%, not 99. And the peace and the joy that you are ever willing to pour in our hearts and in our lives, Lord, that calms us down, that frees us from all worry, that helps us or enables us to empower or empowers us to hand it all to you, trusting and knowing that you've got this, that you work for the good of those whom you have called and those who love you. That same peace and joy we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family, with all those that are called Christians and do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you and with all those, Lord, for whom prayers have been requested on this group, as well as those that have no one to pray for them. We offer ourselves to stand in that gap and release our faith on their behalf. We offer to partner with you, Father, Holy Spirit, that we are able to make that prayer with you, which gives you legal right authority on earth to turn things around. It allows you to uphold your law and yet rescue them from all the pits that they have fallen into. 
And for all those that have turned away, Father, we ask for a quickening in their spirit. That they might be charged to hear from you and their steps be turned towards you. That they might call on your name and they will not end up in shame. This is our faith and this is what your word says, Lord, we believe on it. So this morning as we make our prayer, we call on your name, knowing that you are the lifter of men, knowing that you are ever faithful, knowing that you are the God of mercy who always honors faith. You are slow to anger and of great kindness, knowing that you are the Lord God of Israel who only does wondrous things and dwells in the midst of his people, dwells in their praises. So when we give you our praise, when we glorify your name, we know you are here. You are patiently listening to every prayer request that we raise then. You are the preserver of men, Father. <clears throat> and we call on the name of Jesus, your son. The one who taught us to have that faith. The one who is our foundation. The cornerstone of our Christian experience, our belief. The one who came to restore our relationship with you. And show us the way. He is the sheep gate, the door. The one who has enriched us in utterance and knowledge. The word himself who is our daily bread. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The same spirit that created the earth and the universe at the spoken word of the father. The same spirit that empowered Jesus' ministry and raised him from the dead. It is the same one that now has made his tabernacle in our body and he gives life to our mortal body that we are no longer just dead through sin but we are made alive through the spirit by the blood of Jesus through baptism and with fire and with water. We thank you, Father, that you have given us everything that you have, that you do not hold anything back. You gave of your son, you gave of your spirit. You give us angels and destiny helpers. You gave us your word. You gave us the gift of prayer. You give us your ordinances. You made covenants that you always honor, even if we don't. Thank you, Father, for your unchanging love for us. We thank you, Lord. When we look around, we see your love everywhere in our family, in our friends, in our work colleagues, in the stranger on the street that just greets us, even without knowing us. We thank you, Father, that we see your love in the air we breathe, the plants, the birds. We thank you that every organ in our body is functioning in the perfection that you designed it to function, that we are healthy, that we are well. We thank you, Father, that we experience love. We thank you, Lord that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. It is for us to desire them, to rise up and to receive them and work with those gifts to bless others. <clears throat> we thank you, Lord. And as we release our prayer this morning, when we make our prayer, Lord, Cover every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover everyone that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. I cover their assets, their relationships, their homes, their belongings, their finances, their investments, every part of their life, their ministry as well. 
by that precious blood and I draw a bloodline around them, declaring it as their hedge of defense, protection in the spirit. That every force of wickedness that advances towards it and comes near it is judged by the fire from heaven. In the name of Jesus, Lord. We put on our angels and we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Father. That holy and perfect will, which has plans to prosper each of these and not let them come in harm's way. We say, let that kingdom come and let that will be done in each of these lives, Father. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in your word, Lord, as we get into our reflection and our prayer this morning. As we speak the words from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, which reaffirms the authority, the power that you give us in our word. It says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish. The earth that is our lives as well is made to bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of each of our mouths this morning. It will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in accordance with the will of the Father, released in faith in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you have given us the power in our word, in our tongue. And you said, they that love it shall eat of its fruit. So we believe, Lord, that we have received it already. In accordance with your word in Mark eleven twenty four. Today I'd like to reflect on that critical role our mind plays in our response to our environment and to what we know from the word. <clears throat> there is no wonder that it is called a battlefield. Now, Romans chapter 7 talks about us, talks about man striving from the flesh and failing. And verse 24, Paul says, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Now, why is he saying that? It's clear in verse 19, because there he says, for the good that I want to do, I do not do, but I practice the very evil that I do not want. Now, doesn't that sound familiar for our lives? We set out with good intentions. And yet there are many times that we do not want to do certain things, yet out of a fit of rage or anger or fear or emotions, we do things a certain way. We say things to others. And then we feel guilt. More so it is our word than our actions. Now that's the law of sin and death that Romans 7 talks about. Our body, the weakness, the vulnerability in our body, in our members, succumbing to the law of sin. It all started with that fruit 
in Genesis, the fruit that was presented to Eve, through which sin entered us. And we still eat, continue to eat of that fruit. But now Romans chapter 8 switches to the spirit. It talks about the law of the spirit of life, which is a higher law and overcomes the law of sin and death. And this overcoming is through God sending his own son so that through him, the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. We see that in Romans 8, 3 and 4. Now we are still fighting the same problem. But this time, the problem in which we failed, at which we failed in the flesh, we are now fighting it from the spirit that we have received through baptism. We try and try from the flesh till we fail. But when you reach that dead end in the flesh, then the switch must be made. When we come to the end of ourselves, we need to then ask the Lord to take over. And that is where prayer steps in, giving him permission, legal authority and right to represent us as our advocate and to fight on our behalf. And that is when, when that switch is being made, that is when you come to understand experientially what Jesus taught in John 6, verse 63, where he said, the flesh profits nothing. It is the spirit that is quickened. That is that point of transition from, I have come to the end of myself. Now, Lord, you take over. And that's when your spirit gets quickened. That's when you hope on God to provide your salvation. And that is where that trust factor comes in that we prayed earlier in this morning. So the sooner we make that switch, the better it is for us. And now comes the important part of our Christian experience. At that juncture, before we make the switch from the flesh to the spirit and during, and then it goes on as well. There are two sides now. And the mind is in the middle. We know that we are body, soul and spirit. We are a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. But the way the ruler of this world has wired people through tradition, through our education systems, through customs, is that we only think in the flesh. As long as they are not spiritually awakened, he is not threatened. And our experience depends on what side our mind, which is in between <clears throat> the spirit and the flesh, what side is it willing to take by? Is it the spirit that our mind will go with or is it the fleshly way of thinking? Romans 8 verse 6 says, Romans 8 verse 6 says, For the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. But because we were created, we became fallen, and then we were regenerated in the spirit once again, the same mind on one occasion can be good and on another occasion can be bad. We have to teach it constantly to discern 
and to choose sides. And that teaching or that learning only comes from the word of God. Ephesians 2 verse 3 says, We also all conducted ourselves once in the lusts of the flesh, doing the desires of the flesh and of the thoughts. But now being renewed in the spirit, we focus on things above. This is what that renewal does to us. And that renewal comes in the spirit, constantly being washed, replenished and refilled by the word. The house that was emptied of all those sinful thinking is now being filled by the word. Which is why it is important for us to constantly be staying in the word, reading, learning, meditating on that word every single day. No breaks, no holidays. Because as soon as the light is taken away, darkness is just lingering around the corner, ever willing to come into our lives. The important thing to remember is what we accept will always influence us. If you accept a wicked thought, that will influence you. Let's look at what Paul teaches us in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 14 and 15, where he says the natural, that is the unbelieving man, or one who is inclined to the flesh and its ways, that natural man does not accept the things, the teachings and the revelations of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness, absurd and illogical to him. And he is incapable of understanding them. Because they are spiritually discerned and appreciated. And he is unqualified to judge spiritual matters. This is why a person who is not in the word does not receive that spiritual revelation. And so everything from the word just seems irrelevant and of no sense to them. But the spiritual man, that is a spiritually mature Christian, judges all things. He questions, examines and applies what the Holy Spirit reveals. His conviction is based on this revelation and his thoughts and actions are inspired by it. The flesh will always lust against the spirit. And this is what the Bible says. We'll always lust against the spirit trying to bring us down so that we come under the law. There are only two ways. Either you come under the law and you be judged for it or you come under grace where through the blood and sacrifice that Jesus has made, you get exonerated, you are forgiven and you are deemed as righteous. So the flesh always lusts against that righteousness, seeking to bring us down so that the accuser can then point a finger at us. Knowing that when we are under the law, we will always be judged by it and will fall short. But the spirit also lusts against the flesh, bringing righteousness under that same law through faith in Jesus. When that happens, the accuser can no more point a finger at you. So how do we overcome our fleshly inclinations, our tendencies to sin? This is what the words of Joshua 1 verse 8 say. Study the word, meditate on it and observe to do according to all that is written in it. In obedience. 
then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Now that prosperity and success starts when we turn away from sin by discerning it based on what we know. So the number of times we fall will start to decrease now. You find that you won't fall for small little things that you used to in the past. This is because of that revelation that is made to us in the spirit from what we read in the word. That word becomes flesh, becomes real to us as we meditate more and more on it. Our understanding of it increases and then we put it into practice so that every time you are faced with those kind of temptations, this is what the spirit is saying to you. He takes it from that word that became real to you. And then we are able to submit to God, to his word, to his will, to resist the devil until he tires and flees from us. This is James 4.7 for you. The battle between the flesh and the spirit will be there all our lives. But when we journey with the spirit, when we walk with him in that light, then we become conquerors in Christ Jesus then we have the mind of Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that discernment and understanding to be given to each of us. That as we read your word, as we meditate on it, as we reflect on it, and as we pick up our takeaways that we will adapt and use in our life. We pray for that grace, Father, to enrich us every single day. So that with each passing day, Lord, there is a bit of darkness from our body, from our flesh that is removed out and replaced with light until our body, our flesh is completely illuminated, until that is transformed more and more closer to the likeness and to the image of Jesus in which you made us. We ask for that edification in our spirit today, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families and friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures today. For all families that are battling separation and any kind of division. For all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Anything that seeks to keep them yoked under slavery, limited and vulnerable. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. Especially those members of our family and friend circle that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer and our faith, making it our prayer of agreement with each other and with the Holy Spirit who prays on our behalf, that prayer made under an open heaven is an answered prayer. This is our faith, Lord. We believe and we receive it in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, in advance as well today for every testimony that is good to be shared this evening during our Bible study session. 
before we release our prayer now, we also ask for your special protection. And brother Vivek and sister Shining that lead us through your gates, into your temple, through our praise and worship. And then breaking open the word to feed your people with the manna that you sent straight down from heaven. I ask for your anointing on them, Father, that they are led by you in the spirit and they are filled by your spirit. Knowing that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty and that same liberty, your message, your gospel feeds all your people, Lord. It is your presence that radiates around. That there is restoration, that there is rebuilding in each of these lives that attend that session this evening. We thank you, Father, for your grace upon this praying family. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit and use the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that very gift of tongues to release your tongue and your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Make sure you're asking with the intention of intercession and not to wear it as a medal on your chest. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sandra <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Your name be praised forever, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The words that were spoken to me this morning. I am your Lord. I am your Savior. I am your Redeemer. I am your healer. Come, my children, abide in me. The scripture I've been given is from Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Proverbs chapter 11, verse 20, quoted from the RSV, which says, Men of perverse mind are, in, are an abomination to the Lord, but those of blameless ways are his delight. And the second one is from Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17, quoted from the NIV that says, So I say, Walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share them with your family and friends and also invite them to join us in our Bible study session. Our topic for this evening is changing the scene and shaping the unseen, where we will learn in depth about the unseen realm of the spirit and how to begin to look at things which are not seen with the natural eye. This is a powerful topic for those who want to live by faith and not by sight. Give it as a gift to someone. Invite them to come. And let their faith be renewed. Their prayer life be transformed. Based on what they learn and take away from here today. A very powerful topic. We shall share links for them to join on Zoom. And on YouTube live. We shall post those links. On our Telegram group. Please share them on your other social media channels. Praise and worship will start at 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, followed by I Confess Boldly by 6.30 p.m. Testimony time at 6.45 and the teaching of the day starting at 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Time. Various time zones for different parts of the world will also be included in there. And that same message will also have a link for people to join our Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group on Telegram. So when you share that message, Remind them and point them to that link so that they can join our prayer group as well and be blessed. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. 
We are blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. And we shall see you this evening at our Bible study session. Thank, Thank you, Rasul. God bless, bless you all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, all the speakers. Congratulations.